Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. So I want to just finish by saying uh, this has been an incredible experience. The people have been, this is the third time we've won, but this is the biggest win. This is a, they said, well, if you win by 12 percent, that's a big win. That's going to be very hard to do. Well, I think we've more than doubled that, I guess, or tripled it maybe. And good morning, folks. I told you, and I really do hate to say I told you, but there is no Republican primary. Iowa is a landslide, a blowout, a historically strong showing, a big, big win for Donald Trump. Again, there is no battle for the Republican nomination, and Iowa proves it. And uh, to all of the people standing behind me and all of the people in this room and so many great politicians and great dignitaries and friends, I just want to thank you all. This is a very special night. And this is the first because the big night is going to be in November when we take back our country. And truly, we do make our country great again. Thank you very much, everybody. Great honor. Thank you very much. Thank you. And a decisive showing the biggest victory of a non-incumbent record breaking the nearest opponent, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, behind as it stands right now, some 30 points. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So Mr. Trump, in somewhat of a subdued speech, congratulated uh, Governor DeSantis, Ambassador Nikki Haley, uh, and did say, we don't even know who's in second place. It appears that that that's officially Florida Governor uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ramaswamy came in at some 8%. The number's gone down a little bit for him, and he is the first casualty of Iowa suspending his campaign and endorsing Trump after the Iowa caucuses. The entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy told his supporters Monday that he is suspending his presidential campaign and endorsing former President Donald Trump. Now, I am quoting quoting Ramaswamy, and he says, we've looked at it every which way, and I think it's true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight, and I think that's just a hard fact we're going to accept uh, as the campaign. And he went on to say, as of this moment, we are going to suspend the presidential campaign, and going forward, Trump will have his full endorsement 
for the presidency. I could have told Ramaswamy that his campaign was going nowhere, but the voters have uh, officially told him. Again, some more from Trump before we start with your telephone calls. He slammed in his remarks President Biden. So I don't want to be overly uh, rough on the president, but I have to say that he is the worst president that we've had in the history of our country. He's destroying our country. And as it relates to why Trump resonates so well, the exit polls out of Iowa showed one of the big issues for voters happens to be, you already know, folks, the border situation and the economy. So if I'm President Biden tonight, I'd be a little careful, a little worried because the two top issues for the voters are the ones where Trump does so well as it relates to the border. We're going to seal up the border. Because right now we have an invasion. We have an invasion of millions and millions of people that are coming into our country. I can't imagine why they think that's a good thing. It's a very bad thing. I think it's a group of people that are probably larger in number than New York State. And we can't have that. We can't have that. It's not sustainable as a country. It's horrible. And that's why, folks, no matter how many times you indict him, what you just heard Trump say is why he resonates, alluding to the fact that the illegal migrant problem perhaps is as big as New York State. And that's what we all know. No matter how many times you try and sugarcoat the problem, that's what we all know. So again, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis leads Ambassador Nikki Haley for second place out of uh, Iowa and some of the other things from the president's speech. And we all know that this is true. Russia would have never have attacked Ukraine. We've talked about this night after night. If Trump was still in the White House, Israel would have never have been attacked. He says that the problems are going to get solved and they are going to get solved quickly. Some more of what he had to say before we start with your telephone calls. But you know, the truth is the people in our country are great. They're all great. uh, We love Iowa, but they're all great. They only want to see one thing. They want our country to come back. They're embarrassed by what's going on. Our country is laughed at all over the world. They're laughing at us and they want our country to come back. They want America, you know, they want us to be great again. It's a very simple MAGA, make America great again. And America first. America first is a very important part of MAGA. And so there you have it, the president's remarks, uh, the former president, a short time ago. There is no doubt about it. Folks, I am pretty good if I pat myself on the back here at predicting these things. Trump is headed back to the White House. There's nothing that's going to stop this train. A term that I constantly use, I say the train has left the station as I as we relate to the last election, whether or who won or not. I am telling you the same thing as it relates to this presidential race in 2024. Trump is headed back to the White House. Back to the White House. And, you know, the, 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 he's competing with his hands uh, tied behind his back 
He's due in court in just a couple of hours. And I've made that flight from Iowa several times. It takes several hours, and they are dealing with bad weather in Iowa with the snow. I've been in Iowa and had to drive my photographer to Chicago to get us to Chicago to to have a layover for three days in Chicago before we could get out of Chicago back to New York. And so Trump obviously traveling via private his own private plane, but it's no walk in the park a guarantee that the plane is going to be able to get out because of the weather situation. But the story this morning is not the criminal indictments. It is the huge, huge victory. Trump with sizable leads among both men and women, every age group and geographic region in the state, even performing better than his own 2016 Iowa caucus finish. Let's start with Susan on the telephone, upstate New York. Good morning, Susan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Dominic, I do want to acknowledge you for being steadfast and correct in your analysis, you know, about um, the results that Donald Trump gave us in the past and the results that the American people and, you know, the people in Iowa dramatically showed tonight. But I wanted to say um, so much about his um, his speech tonight, how humble he was in victory. He did not gloat. He did. He was just so presidential, so um, emphatic about bringing our party together, our country together, and that to make America great again and to have America first is not only best for our people, but that America first stands against tyranny for the rest of the free world. So this is not about us being, um, you know, uh, taking uh, ourselves away from the rest of the world. It's standing together with the rest of the world. And I'm just like, so, I mean, I think we all expected this, but just to show like the dedication of people in people like it's called the flyover country, but how um, they stood together because they want a better way of life and they set the pace and will, you know, let's just bring us all together. And it just—it was very heartwarming. What did you think, John? It should—it should be about bringing us together. But therein lies the problem. And to be honest with you, Susan, half the country hates Trump. Half the country hates Biden. So one of the things that I'm worried about, that I'm truly worried about, the networks this morning. Right? Give the man his due. He trounced everybody. That is Trump. And what did they do? They disrespected him. Greatly, And this is what I'm worried about, Susan. When he started to go into the issues, they cut away. They let him do the gratitudes and so on. And then the moment he went into the issues, they said, oh, that's the Trump stump speech. He's going to lie. He's going to hate everybody. And they cut away. How do you do that to the man that polling indicates is headed back to the White House? Fox stayed with him, rightfully so. But I'm referring to MSNBC and CNN. They cut away from him. 
How how do you Susan, how do we how do we come together when you won't even let the American people hear what the man has to say? So I, I agree with your message, Susan. I just don't know how how did we go about this happening here. Do you see a way? I do, because the independent journalists and uh, medium, the the American people and uh, the even, I would say, uh, traditional Democrats, independents, um, that the and Obi, I just say one more thing about this is Martin Luther King Day, which is just frosting on the cake for Donald Trump, because his policies showed how the benefits to all people, but especially, um, you know, minorities, um, American blacks that were had great results under his policies. And I won't go into it unless you give me a minute. No, I, I, I have to wrap it up, Susan. A lot of people are waiting. Uh, and so I have to get to some of the other calls. But Susan, I do thank you for making those uh, wonderful points Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Let's go to Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Always a pleasure. You know, I have to go. um, I have to resonate with what Margaret said. You know, uh, maybe, just maybe, there may be an outside chance, Dominic, that um, these presidential candidates, quote-unquote, on the Republican side and even the Republican um, contingent in general will finally recognize the fact that Trump is the leading candidate and he will unite the party, quote unquote. Um, and I hope and I pray that would happen. Now, John Sununu up in New Hampshire even said that he if Trump was the candidate, he would support him. He may not agree, but he would support him. And I hope that every Republican in this country will unite against unite with Donald Trump against this, you know, the Biden administration or any any Democrat that comes there in general. Um, and I hope and I pray that you know once Trump does get into office and these lawsuits do go away, which I doubt they will, but once they do go away, um, we will be a better, stronger country, Dominic. Um, and even my own senator, who is an independent, Ang- Angus King, said that he would unite against Trump. He would hold his nose and unite against Trump, which is kind of amazing to me. So, Dominic, uh, maybe, just, and, and Frank, maybe this is the turning point. Frank, Frank, to be honest with you, it doesn't matter what these lifetime politicians, what they have to say. Who cares? The American people are with Trump. And they're only coming on board because they they have no other way. You're quoting to Nunu and others, and and that's wonderful. But the bottom line is, you can't stop this this uh, this train. This train is coming full speed ahead. Uh, the, it's like the D train. None of us, all of us listening together. And thank you for the call, Frank. We cannot stop that D train uh, moving along the uh, path. You cannot stop this Trump train. You can indict him. You can do anything you want. We're going to look at a consolidation of the party right now. Again, Ramaswamy has already uh, dropped out. I don't. I don't see uh, Nikki Haley or or DeSantis dropping out as of yet. Uh, she's polling very well in New Hampshire for next week. We'll see what happens. It's the battle for number two, and and they're hoping against hope. This is the best way. This is the best way I can put this. 
uh, to use a sports analogy, what DeSantis and what Haley are doing, there is 0.5 seconds on the clock in a basketball game. And you call the timeout and you thought that you'd be able to take out the ball half court and that you could be able to throw up a, ha- a Hail Mary. And the referee said, no, 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 you got to take out the ball from the other end of the court. So you've got 0.5 seconds to get that ball into play and throw up a Hail Mary basket for the uh, for the win or to tie the game, to tie it, not even for the win, to tie it. And that that's what Trump is. And and the person trying to get the Hail Mary, that's what DeSantis and Nikki Haley uh, are. There is no contest. They are hoping against hope that uh, should the Republican Party need a number two to step in, that it would be them. It's not going to happen. The Republican primary, I, I don't know how many times I have to say it, the Republican primary is over. It was over before it even started. There's no stopping this Trump train. Let's go to uh to uh Alan. Alan, it says here on my screen orange. Uh what what orange uh, uh, where are you calling us from? That's Orange County, New York. Okay, Orange County, New York. Okay, go right ahead, please. Okay, so um my my feeling is is that the Democrats and their media lapdogs are going to come at Trump even harder now. Do you agree? That one more time, Alan, that say it one more time, please. That they're going to come at Trump even harder because of the who, who well is, who, who is, who is, who is the Democrats. It, it doesn't matter. It does. Listen, Alan, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the Democrats do. They threw Hitler at him. Did it, did it stick? No, it's over. Trump is headed back unless he makes a major mistake himself and he's not going to do that. He is headed back to the White House. It's over. Now, I can't give you the margin. It might be close. Uh, and, and now now maybe if the Democrats come up with somebody else, then maybe it's a different type of scenario. This race is over. Trump is headed back to the uh, White House. Thank you for the call, Alan. I want you folks to hear with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who addressed the uh, crowd in Iowa, what he had to say. The media was against us. They were writing our obituary months ago. They even called the election before people even got a chance to vote. But they were just so excited about the fact that they were predicting Uh, that we wouldn't be able uh, to get our ticket punched here out of Iowa. But I can tell you, because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. Translation, folks, to what Governor DeSantis just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No disrespect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. Hope against hope. Remember what I just said, taking the, the ball out in a basketball game on the other side of the clock, and there's 0.5 seconds left on the clock. Why do you think Trump is being so, so he's already starting to embrace the other candidates? This from the candidate that had a nickname for all of them. You don't think that Trump knows it's over? Of course he knows that it is over. 
Let's go to Mimi, New Hyde Park. Good morning, Mimi. You're on Talk Radio Hi. 77 WABC. Good morning. I want to talk about the uh, the um, the Senate race in California and the one in uh, New York. Uh, Steve Garvey is running f- for the Senate against uh, Adam Schiff, Barbara Wee, and Diane Feinstein. I want everybody to give money to him so he wins that race. Now in New York, we have a million votes separating the Democrats and, and New York. The Bronx loves him, loves Trump. Uh, I think Staten Island loves Trump, maybe Queens. We have to get together and get him to win in New York. Now, uh, I want everybody to watch, uh, put, their, uh, put, put it on their telephone, RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting. You can see okay. all his uh, rallies. Okay, see all of whose uh, rallies. I, I, Mimi, I don't, uh, like, I, I, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like, uh, broadcasting or 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 giving another outlet, uh, you know, because I don't know anything about this outlet. But thank you. Thank yeah, it's right side broadcasting. Uh, it's uh, it shows all of his rallies. Okay, okay. And, uh, you can and find then, you can um, find his rallies. Thank uh, you for the call. You can find you can find his rallies, uh, Trump rallies, all over the place, and and especially online. Dominic Carter here with you. Thank you, Mimi, for that call. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 on this historic morning, and I, you know, honestly, folks, I don't know why people are so 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 surprised at what happened this morning in Iowa. You can indict him all you want; all you're doing is energizing his base. Look what happened to the district attorney down there in Georgia. She went after Trump and now she's on a lifeline because an alleged affair has been revealed by the district attorney. Nikki Haley, we just heard from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Here is what Nikki Haley, who came in third, uh, in third in Iowa, this is what she had to say. I can say tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Uh, Excuse me, Madam Ambassador. How can it be a two-person race when you came in third? To even make that statement says that you are stating, whether you realize it or not, that it's a race between Trump and DeSantis. And when Trump wins by more than 30 points in a historic morning, a historic night, there is no other story. There is no story about who's number two. The only story is Trump trounced everybody. Trump trounced everybody. And basically, what was the message out of Iowa from the voters in their bitter cold? The message was simple. Nothing will stop us from coming to vote for Trump. That was the message. Clearly. Now, we're also dealing with some other uh, stories this morning locally. And here we go again. And I'm going to um, go back to your calls in just one one second. A pro-Palestinian protest march again targeted Monday on King Day, a New York City 
Cancer Hospital for, quote, complicity and genocide. During uh, the march from Union Square to uh, Gracie Mansion, the temperatures dropped around 30 degrees. Protesters targeted New York, New York City hospitals, including the hospital where I was born at, Mount Sinai Medical Center, 98th Street. And the protesters targeted them for, quote, unquote, supporting Zionism and uh, and genocide. Thousands of pro-Palestinian protesters uh, descended on Manhattan to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. And this was on Monday on King Day, which is which is an insult to Dr. King. Don't you dare think you were marching in his honor in terms of um, uh, what what you were doing. And the event was advertised as flood Manhattan for Gaza MLK Day March for health care. They even protested these uh, losers, even shouted shame at uh, Sloan Kettering Cancer Center while patients received treatment on the Upper East Side before targeting a Starbucks and a McDonald's restaurant. They reportedly accused of making meals for, quote, making meals for genocide. Let's go to Mark Upstate. Good morning, Mark. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Dominic. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to get right to it. Uh, I've long held that uh, Donald Trump, uh, if he would just smile and lighten up a little bit, he uh, he would draw more people. Uh, he's not going to get the people that hate him, but the independents that see him grimacing all the time and looking angry, he would win them over. And and the hey, one Mark, that I think Mark, I would Mark, 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 let me ask you a question. Would you be yeah. able to smile when you've been indicted for absolutely nothing uh, four different times and they're trying to rip your lungs out every chance they get? Would you be able to just smile? No, but that is not what I'm saying. What I was going to what I wanted to just point to is somebody like Muhammad Ali that was a, a, a champion in the ring. He could destroy anybody. Mark, but Muhammad was Ali was not the president of the United States. That's insulting to compare. Ali was a larger-than-life figure. Ali knows absolutely nothing about running a country. That's not what I was saying. Okay, so how do you make the equation between Trump and Ali? It, it makes no trying, sense. I was trying to say demeanor. I was trying to say a man like Ali that could— Everybody know, Trump, Everybody knows Trump is already—he's solidified that he's a, a fighter— if he could, if he could uh, look a little more uh, like a, a father and a grandfather, I understand that he's got all these allegations. I understand what he's up against. So what I'm trying to say with Ali is that he was able to be a fighter and also uh, poke humor at himself and, and look like a, okay. a normal person. Hey, Mark, I hear you. But Ali was not the president of the United States. Ali was a boxer. I'm talking he was about the, He was the greatest of all time, but he was a boxer. Ali knows I'm nothing just, about the pressures of being the president of the United States of America with the entire uh, Mark. Here's what I'm trying to say to you. Right. So you're right with your assessment. You're correct. But look at what they did to Trump tonight. He's in the middle of a speech and they cut away from him. And you're telling me I he's supposed to smile. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if he can convey a little less of the things that people don't like about him. OK, the things that people say, oh, they might like his policies, but they don't like him personally. He looks this, this and that. If he looked a little smiled once in a while, it might. I'm not. It's just conveying a different 
part of himself that okay. people say he's funny behind doors and he he's, is. he's different behind. He is. He is. He is. That's what, okay. Oh, fair, that's fair, what fair, 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 fair enough. Fair enough, Mark. And, and thank you for the call. I, I'm just stating that, you know, th- th- this is a man that literally has the world uh, on his shoulders. Literally. When you heard him talk about that he has a great relationship with Putin, that if he was in Putin, that he was in, if he was in office, Russia would have never have invaded Ukraine. I believe that. I believe that. Trump is a man that's dealing with the situation in Israel, in which he said just a short time ago, if he was still in office, Israel would have never have been attacked. I believe that. I believe it. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dominic. Good morning. I I feel that uh, Vivek has positioned himself, so to speak, and uh, maybe is going to be the vice president take? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What? What? He couldn't even do a good job of running his own campaign. What would he bring to the ticket for Trump? Independent, like-minded businessman who is sort of a leader, so to speak, like Trump was, has been in uh, private industry. Okay, but that's what Trump brings to the ticket. Why do you need to have a mini-me on your ticket? That doesn't work. Well, I feel the dynamics are are there for it. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for the call. I've got to take a break. When we come back, we will continue. I've got to take a break. That is when we come back, we will continue with your calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We see all the lines are lit up. So if you're trying to reach me, you can try to call back a couple of times. Eventually it'll come through. You could also reach me this morning on social media at Dominic TV on, um, on X and, uh, and Facebook and at Instagram and uh, Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. So we will continue to update you on the huge history making night for Donald Trump in Iowa. Also, we will continue to focus on uh, on the uh, pro-Palestinian protesters uh, marching uh, in in Manhattan on Monday. Losers. And uh, and during the chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter, I've been bringing you the um, the I've been chronicling uh, Tamara Tucci, uh, her cancer, her cancer, breast cancer, double mastectomy. And um, I just found out that she has covid. So sometimes when it rains, it pours. We will be right back. So I want to just finish by saying. Uh, this has been an incredible experience. The people have been, this is the third time we've won. But this is the biggest win. This is a, they said, well, if you win by 12%, that's a big win. That's going to be very hard to do. Well, I think we've more than doubled that, I guess, and tripled it, maybe. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno.
Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And uh, to all of the people standing behind me and all of the people in this room and so many great politicians and great dignitaries and friends, I just want to thank you all. This is a very special night. And this is the first because the big night is going to be in November when we take back our country and truly we do make our country great again. Thank you very much, everybody. Great honor. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, consider, folks, Trump's historic win. I told you it would happen. And remember, I told you this. The Republican primary is over. Remember, I told you this. The presidential campaign, it may be tight, but it's over. Trump is going back to the White House. The Democrats, they might be able to change the dynamics of the race if they put up someone else. There is nothing, with all due respect to the presidency of the United States, there is nothing that Mr. Biden can do to stop this train. Absolutely nothing. Well, Dominic, you know, let's wait and see what happens in the uh, debates. No, 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 no. That's not going to do it. You've already called the man Hitler, essentially. No one even paid attention to that. There is nothing Biden can do to stop this train. And I'm not saying that. I'm giving you an honest assessment. You know, Whoever wins, good for them. I'm giving you an honest assessment of someone that's been doing this for 40 years and someone who has an excellent track record, track record of picking winners. A lot to get to. These pro-Palestinian protesters marched on King Day uh, against Mount Sinai Hospital, Sloan Kettering, hospitals trying to help people. And this is what you do. I was born in Mount Sinai Hospital, right there at, uh, what, 98th and uh, Madison, whatever it is, on the east side. Also, uh, Tamara Tucci, I've been telling you folks about her uh, cancer battle and uh, she has she had breast cancer. She has breast cancer, double mastectomy, and uh, COVID. COVID again. When it rains, it pours. Sometimes, Lori, North Carolina. Good morning, Lori. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. Oh God. Um. Uh. I watched that speech tonight when he came on stage. Just to hear that music and and to see him standing there, I mean, it brought me to tears. I'm telling you, I just and it, it motivated me to pray for that man because you know we need him back in the White House. We need the, we. There's no hope for this country, and I only hope and pray that you are right. I agree with you 100. percent But they're going to do everything in their power to stop him. So, but what 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 could they do, Lori? They've already thrown four um, indictments at yeah. him. And, and Lori, look what's look what happened. You see, they, they, there's a saying that um, that God doesn't like ugly. So in Georgia, you indict him. You 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 take a mugshot of a common right. prisoner jail of the former president of the United States. You parade one of the greatest mayors ever down to Georgia. And, and send him to a bail bondsman, Rudy Giuliani. And, oh, you're very proud of this. 
God doesn't like ugly. Well, Madam DA, it appears that you were doing a little hanky-panky, allegedly, <laughs> with one of your top prosecutors. And, of course, he wasn't going to pay for it, and you're not going to pay for it. So you get the sucker taxpayers to allegedly pay for it. But you see, you see, Lori, again, God doesn't like ugly. It blew up in her face. She indicts Trump. Now her alleged affair is front page news. That that was a miracle. And I, I and I loved his speech tonight. I loved it. It was it was honest and, and, and motivating and I just think he he did a great speech tonight. Hey Laurie, the and, only thing I disagree with you, it, it wasn't a miracle what happened in Georgia with her alleged affair being revealed. It always religion. goes down that way. When you're doing when you're doing wrong by somebody, it's gonna what's that karma? It's gonna come right back on you. And that's exactly what happened to that district attorney. And as far as the networks, uh, you know, blocking his speech, I mean, that's to be expected. That's why you don't listen to those networks. You listen to people like you, people like Fox, you know, and the people listening to those other networks aren't going to vote for Trump anyway. Right. I mean, so, so right. what? Right. Hey, hey, Laurie, I listen to Fox. Laurie, I, I don't want to bash any of my colleagues, so I'm not going to name them, but it's amazing to me. Right. So, so they're standing there and I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw shade on them. Right. But they're standing there. Cause I've worked with many of them with their custom made suit on and their, their personalized makeup artists to make them look good. And a half a wig on their head. I'm not going to hate on that. Cause I'm at the stage where I may be wearing one soon too, Lori, you know? Um, and they're standing there. That's what it sounds like. I, I'm an expert. Listen to me, America. Listen to me. Oh, Trump uh-huh. won. He won. Uh, he got 50%. Uh, uh, but let's see what happens in New Hampshire. Let's see what happens in South Carolina. It's going to be even worse for the Democrats in, in each yep. of those states. Lori, thank you so much for a great call here. Let's go to Chris and the Catskills. Good morning, Chris, on this historic morning. The Iowa caucuses, Trump beats every expectation what's on your mind good morning dominic uh albany times union reported that elise stefanik the house of representatives a congresswoman from the north country north of albany and the adirondacks is going to be trump's selection for vice president uh on the ticket and i think strategically that's a great choice if trump made it because it would help get the vote out statewide with republicans and conservatives for uh, four to six congressional races that are going to be very close. Okay, okay, okay. But wait, 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 wait. Chris, Chris, Chris. Right now, if you're running for president, you're concerned about having coattails, but you're not concerned about having coattails. Uh, Stefanik would be an excellent choice, but she she doesn't bring anything, any balance to the ticket. Yeah, what, but it, And, and so she's here, not, not going to carry New York for him, so he's not no, going to no, win no, New right, York. Right, here, yeah, here, let me finish my point. So there's going to be four to six very close congressional races right. in New York State. And I just There's said to you Walter, that if so- you're running at the top of the ticket, you could almost care less about congressional races. I just responded no, to that. because I think, right, but I think the Democrats are going to take the House back because Tom Swazi's going to win. The candidate that's up against Tom Swazi's a very weak candidate. She's a poor public speaker. Tom Swazi's okay, going to steamroll over but, her. But you're so focusing on the congressional races. Tonight is not about congressional races. I'm it's, looking it's ahead about, to the future. I'm, ex- I'm trying to explain to you, Dominic. And I'm it's trying gonna, to I explain to you that Trump is not. She, Stefan, thank you for the call, Chris. Stefanik would be great. 
but she brings nothing to the ticket. No disrespect to her, but she's not going to be able to uh, help Trump carry New York. Trump is going to lose New York. That's what's going to happen. Democrats have a lock on New York. And that's that. If you're, if you're Trump, it, it, frankly speaking, if you're Trump, you want to do a Biden. Now, what do I mean by that? Joe Biden talking to his consultants, right? You know, I really don't like that African-American woman in California. She embarrassed me on that debate stage. Can you believe she called me a racist? This is Biden to his consultant. Yes, well, but Mr. Biden, uh, if we if we put Kamala Harris on the ticket, um, she could help deliver and energize the black base and you will walk into the White House. Okay, name her as my running mate. Let's have the news conference. That's the way politics works. And if you're Trump, if he really wants to end this, I mean, and end this race <laughs> decisively, go with an African-American as his running mate or, or, or a minority or a woman. And then you'll have the comparisons, if it's a woman, of Geraldine Ferraro as we witness the history here in New York. It would go on and on and on, and there would be no stopping the Trump train. Before I take a break uh, for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. Now, you know what I'm worried about, and you know this, um, two things. One is, okay, Trump will probably get back, I agree with you, on the ballots, like, and will be on the ballot on these There, there is no probably. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, yeah, no, I agree with you on that 100%. But if he gets convicted, do you think we can count on, we need both Comey Barrett, uh, Amy Comey Barrett, and but, we need... Okay, Kavanaugh. hey, Jerry, Jerry, I, I'm just curious. Why are, why are you making the assumption that he's going to be convicted? The only because assumption, the, wait, wait, the only, the only cons, uh, assumption I'm making... I don't even think there's going to be a criminal trial this year of Trump. Okay. His so, his lawyers are smart enough to find a way to mm-hmm. to put this off and if it's put off past November, he's sworn back in the office. He then says, "How do you like me now? You can't touch him for 4 years." Period. I, I absolutely agree with you and it's I'm hoping that I got my fingers crossed because what I'm really concerned with is we have such bad judges. They're in a tank for the Democrats, obviously. And I'm afraid that they might be able, one of them might get a railroad, might be able to railroad them through it. And that's where we need the Supreme Court to step in at that point and say, you can't do that. They already have a little bit. The, the Supreme Court, Jerry, the Supreme Court has no choice but but to make sure Trump, thank you for the call, make sure Trump is on the ballot. No choice. When we come back, uh, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter uh, I'm going to let you hear a little bit of uh, my conversation I, I just had with Tamara Tucci. Boy, you talk about bad news. She's battling breast cancer, a double mastectomy, uh, December 20th. Now she has COVID. We'll let you hear that. But on the, the part of it, on this historic morning, we're going to go right back. We see all your calls on Trump. We will go right back to that, and we will be right back. So I don't want to be overly uh, rough on the president. But I have to say that he is the worst president that we've had in the history of our country. He's destroying our country. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. 
boy, sometimes life can be tough. We're going to get right back to the historic night in Iowa, but I'm going to branch off for just a second. I have been chronicling the uh, story of Tamara Tucci, Tammy Tucci, longtime WABC listener, breast cancer, double mastectomy. And uh, I heard from Tammy, and the next thing to hit her is that she has COVID. Here's a little bit of the conversation that we had. You know, Tamara, um, I, I can hear something in your voice, and, and sometimes when it rains, it pours. First, you had the double mastectomy, and now you have COVID? I I have COVID. Yes, I, I do. And, um, you know, at this point, I should probably buy a lottery ticket with the luck I'm having. <laughs> um, I, it's not. It's not too bad, though. I I have had COVID in the past, and the other time I had it was really bad. But this time is is not as bad, or maybe I just don't notice it with everything else I have going on. Right, but but it's still COVID, no matter how you slice this. It's still COVID. Yes, it is. Now, did the COVID interfere with your medical care, your treatment from the doctors as it relates to breast cancer? Yeah, I had to reschedule a few appointments, and technically, I'm off quarantine today because I had to wait so many days. And so, technically, I'm off of it today. Today's a holiday; most of um, everything is closed, so it kind of worked out. So, I start back tomorrow with some appointments. Tamara Tucci, uh, and and uh, the podcast that I have with her, it'll be up and running at some point tomorrow, a fresh conversation with her regarding her situation, COVID, on top of breast cancer, on top of a, a double mastectomy, on top of having to uh, reschedule or schedule, I should say, reconstructive uh, surgery for her body. She's dealing with a lot. Uh, you folks have stepped up helping her with a GoFundMe page. If you're still interested in doing so, just uh, go to GoFundMe, put in her name, and it will come right up. On this historic morning, we are taking your telephone calls as it relates to the big, big, big night for former President Donald Trump. And here's what I want you folks to remember, right? So with all due respect, a few of you chastise me. Oh, no, Dominic Trump should be at the debates. He should be at the debates. Look at him now. He stole the narrative even on the nights of the debates, right? So what happened in the last Republican debate? Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, they're there battling it out. What does Trump do? He goes on Fox and says, I've made a decision, a decision on my running mate. Boom. That becomes the instant headline. This is what this man does. He is a master in terms of news media and news coverage. And to my colleagues of the fourth estate, you might as well stop hating. You can't stop this Trump train. Well, you know, you know, uh, uh, let's go to Reporter X in uh, Iowa. Is Trump going to beat expectations? And, uh, you know, he's at about the 49%. Oh, he's not going to hit 50. It's not going to happen. It did happen. Let's go to John on Long Island. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
is Dominic in regards to that caller a few calls back about Trump should be a certain way. Listen, it's built in with Trump. It is. We're voting for results. And forget about how he should act. It acts the way he acts and it works. We had this guy Biden for a while and look the way he acts. He acts like zero. And it's a problem. People have this mentality should be a certain way. He worked. It works the right way. In New York, we've been seen on TV the last 40 years and so forth. And I have, a, I have an idea for a possible pick, which I happen to like. This guy Byron Donalds in Florida, a Brooklyn kid. He's as sharp as a whip. I won't be considered him for vice president as well. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I, I'm Aaron familiar Donald. with him. African American yeah. uh, was in the, in the no, running he's... for uh, speaker. I, but I just, I just, I mean, it, you know, it would be it would be a good pick in terms of Florida. But I don't know. He's just. I, I, I was my initial reaction, John, is that he's too low key. But that's almost what really? you want in a vice president. You want someone that's the opposite. That hence Mike Pence. You want someone personality wise. That's the uh, opposite of you. Hey, John, I just want to throw this at you yeah. and get your take, right? Yeah. So sure. here's what I'm thinking about. So, again, Trump calls the alleged stripper. He goes, oh, he tweets, oh, she's a horse face. I would never get with her. People go, oh, how could you say such a thing, Mr. President? So would you yeah. rather have the president call a, a stripper a horse face or would you ha- rather have women brutally raped in Israel? Which one would you prefer? I, I well, prefer. Obviously- I prefer uh, the the president. You know, was it his best moment? No, but he's real. What you see is what you get. He said that woman we- would never, you know, be the type of woman that I would mess with. I don't know what the truth is, but anyway, we- I- I'd rather have we- that than have all these women yeah. raped in Israel. Oh, God. And we're used to by now with this talk. We kind of know he should take a little bit. I think he might calm it down at this point now. But we're used to his, his very, very, you know, his, his New York personality. We get that big and loud. It's, it's productive. But the bottom line, we know. We miss it now. We missed his, his, his presence and the way the country ran. I miss it. I went shopping today. And I'm buying four or five items, 60 bucks. What the hell did I buy for 60 bucks? Nothing. It's insane. It's a fa- and I can afford it. It's not even good for the average person. I have a friend who's got four or five kids. What's going to cost a month in food? Oh, my gosh. It's brutal. Hey, John. John. Bad. So, John. Yeah, so, I um, I don't know if you caught it. At the end of Trump's speech, he put the criminals on notice. He said, uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, we're, we're going to turn that around rather quickly. Right? So, <laughs> so I go into a Walmart uh, with my niece to buy a phone for my aunt that raised me. Right? My aunt is now 78 yeah. years old. Her phone doesn't work. She needs a new phone. So, uh, a plug-in yeah. phone at the house. So, I have to walk around find the aide and go, excuse me, could you please come over to this aisle and help me? And so I I was lucky. She came right over. She unlocked the cabinet. She took out the phone. We were only able to observe the phone, the back of the box in front of the lady. And she said, oh, but you must pay for it here. So we could could look at the back of the box for a second, and then we had to pay for it right in that department. Mm. Now, that's not not the way. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So you were saying all day about how when you buy food, it seems like a lot of errors in the packaging and so forth. And that's a direct result of, it, of inflation. What's happening, the manufacturers, they can't keep up with the price increases. So you start and cut back on, on, on ounces and adding more air. When we were kids growing up, me and you, when you bought a can of tuna fish, it was six ounces. It's now four. But the can looks the same to you. When we grew up as kids, when you bought a box of Oreo cookies, I think it was 16 ounces. Now it's 14 ounces. But, John, but John I, I, can't, yes, I can't buy tuna because if you buy tuna, you need the mayo. And if you need the mayo, you got to cut <laughs> off your left arm to pay for the mayo. 
Exactly. But that's inflation. It reflects in different ways. They make you lose. You're like, you get the same amount, but you're not. But they can't raise the price. Or you lose. You would, you would not buy. So they lower the uh, the contents, and they leave the same price. That's what they do it's to a certain extent. You know, but they keep it within check. But that's, that's what inflation does. They actually lower the content and make you lose. Like, it's the same amount when it's not. And it's mm-hmm. typical inflation problems. Right. And well, that's there's actually there's, there's actually there's one more thing for you. So they actually say they have, they call it the Oreo effect. They actually look at a Oreo when you buy a box of Oreo, and the more the content goes down, that means that the inflation is going higher because all the ingredients have gotten higher to make it so mm, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, anyway. John, thank you so much for the call. All I can do, John, is tell you that like when I pick up a, a bag of uh, Wise chips or whatever brand chips you want, I'm so insulted that the bag is left less than half full. I almost want to pop the bag, you know, so that all that air can come out. But of course you can't do that because then you just bought the product or it's shoplifting. I'm looking at my Twitter at Dominic TV, Catherine trunk says, and, uh, and, um, I, uh, I find this, uh, interesting here. And, um, well, well, she, she was a, it was a repost. She reposted my repost and a comment says, uh, you know what? I have always supported Trump and continue to do so. Politics is a mean, mean game. But one thing I have always noticed about Trump is deep down, he is genuinely a very gracious person. And I hope others see that side of him as well. Now, Catherine, you were reposting my repost, but that is so accurate and true. So accurate and true as it relates to former President Donald Trump. Frank in Queens, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, I would advise your uh, listeners to look at Twisted Justice at CNN.com. Okay, thank you, you nut job. Thank you. Thank you. Do you feel like a superhero now? Do you, do you, are you so proud? Hey, 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 I print Dominic. I got to call up and I got on the air and I made a comment making fun of Janine Pirro. Guess what, loser? Do you think Janine Pirro spends one second thinking about you? One second? Or do you think she's thinking about her salary from Fox living her best life? Which one do you think is is her concern? And I hate to break it down that way, but that's what time it is. Loser, do you think that she's really worried about what you say about her on the radio? Or do you think she's about making her life and her money? You pick out which one here. Silas, Staten Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out just the way you. I was hoping and predicting. And When you say you're glad it worked out, Silas, are you referring to Iowa? I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, oh, yeah, Donald Trump with it. Okay. 100% Trump. I got off the Democrat plantation years ago. And when they're talking about a... Uh, and, you know, for uh, the um, vice president, I'm looking for somebody who I would want as president if something did happen to Trump. I don't want just some token this or token that a woman or something. I want a woman who I would want to be president if anything happened. Hey, I hey, like Silas, I, I, I have to step in because I'm short on time. I agree with you. But remember, you can't be you can't do that unless you're president first. So you have to put forth the best possible ticket 
that you can. And therein lies the situation for Mr. Trump right now. With me, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. What do you have coming up? Well, yesterday was a pretty remarkable day. It was the first day in American history that we ever had the Emmys, two football playoff games, and the Iowa caucuses all on the same day. Wow. So we're going to get into all of that and one reason or another. There's a, a, a new development in the Gilgo Beach serial killer case. We'll give people the latest on that and some aspects of the story that they may have overlooked and not not heard about. We've been covering this from the beginning and uh, some other fun things, but we are going to go live to Iowa next hour. Well, I look forward to it. You know, I'm looking outside right now. I see snow flurries, so I got to drive back to Rockland, a little bit of snow. Wish me luck. Drive Frank slow. Morano's coming up the other side of midnight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.